You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 352. Today, we're talking about the new normal, so stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and with 13 years online, I've built my business to over $9 million in sales per year. And this is the first non-business business podcast that shows you how to apply the principles of spirituality, energy, and mindset to create true and lasting success all from the inside out. This is the Mind Your Business Podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? James Wedmore here. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode here on the Mind Your Business Podcast. I am recording this as of Friday morning, March 27th. In this interesting time, that we are in. Perhaps if you're listening to this as it comes out, you might be quarantined in your home at the moment. So much has happened, so much is happening, and we're really just taking this day by day and week by week. If you have not listened to my previous Monday episode, I would highly encourage you to go listen to that first. That was episode 349, it's last Monday's episode. And in this episode, this is actually kind of like I'm calling like the the second part in a three-part series at least. It could be more parts, but this is like part three. That was part two. And there was a part one. So part one was the week before where we were uh, collectively <laughs> on the planet, most of us, especially in the country, were in a state of mass hysteria and panic. It's coming, right? Coronavirus is coming. And then all of a sudden it was here. And what we had was this beautiful shift. And you can really feel that shift happening now. So to dive deep into that. That's going to be a fantastic place to start if you're just joining me. If this is like your first time listening or you, you haven't been listening for a while, hey, thanks for being here. But I'm going to highly recommend you start there because this is the part two. This is the kind of continuation of it as we're all in this together, huh? aren't we? So what are we going to talk about today? Well, first of all, this is an official welcome to the new normal. Chances are, if you're like most people, most people right now are in a place of when is it going to get back to normal, right? That might be the thought that's coming up for you that has been coming up is you've kind of made peace with what is. You've also made peace with the fact that this will be over. This will have an end date. The dust will settle. However, are we still operating from this idea that when will it go back to normal? And I'm here to <laughs> offer that it's not going to go back to normal it's going to be a new normal. And you can already start to hear people talk about it this way, right? That there will be in the history books, like, is it very similar to like, you know, 9-11, like post 9-11, people use that as a milestone in history of when things change. And you'll see it this way as well. You'll see it say, well, you know, after Corona, ever since coronavirus, right? We're coming into a new normal. And this is so important. This is so significant. That's what a lot of the past episode in today is about is that to allow for that new normal, we have to get rid of to let go of the old normal, old normal ways of thinking, old normal structures and paradigms to make way for what will be serving you moving forward. So one of the things I wanted to do is just kind of give an update, especially if someone's like listening to this months later of like, what's in the news right now? Not that I'm watching the news, but there's like specific events and things that have happened that are relevant, right? So as of Friday, kind of some of the big events, especially like in the US economy, the Dow 
had a surge, its best day ever, apparently since 1933. That's primarily due to the stimulus package that was announced. Was it like a $2 trillion stimulus package? I think a ton of people are going to be eligible for the, the what, $1,200 that they're going to get. But a lot of that's going to go to the businesses that were severely impacted during this time. Interestingly enough, by the way, did you hear that cruise lines won't be able, they won't be eligible for any of the stimulus package? I don't know exactly what the reason is. One thought I heard was that it's because their ships are polluting the waters. Really interesting. But yeah, they were obviously severely, I mean, they were in the news, a lot of bad press just from the standpoint of like, oh my goodness, could you imagine getting, being stuck and trapped on a cruise ship during this and being quarantined on it? That would it'd be awful, right? And, you know, their stocks are down. I still bought some, <laughs> you know, some of the cruise line stocks, but uh, yeah, really interesting. Also 3.28 million Americans filed for unemployment this week. Or I don't know if that's this week specifically, but I got an announcement this week that it's 3.28 as a result of, you know, so many people not able to work. Now, it's really easy to say that's tragic, right? Because we think of all these people out of a job and not bringing in money. It's tragic. But what if for a moment it wasn't? And, you know, stay with me, keep an open mind and an open heart for this for a second. To me, what's tragic is giving your life to a job that you hate for 30, 40 years. What if for a moment, see, I can't have this conversation really anywhere else except with you guys, but what if for a moment, all these things that are happening that right now in this time, it's so easy to, to judge as wrong or bad or sad or tragic, but what if all of this was happening for people? Now, again, this perspective, the average person Someone who doesn't really listen to this podcast is going to call me callous for what I'm saying here. But at the same time, I don't know how saying or just feeling bad for someone doesn't actually do anything for them. And that's what I'm getting at here is that just feeling bad for somebody offers no value of service to them. Okay. And then if someone were to get upset at you because you don't, you don't feel bad for somebody else. That's just perpetuating the issue of this low vibration, low frequency of, of anger. Now I'm angry that you're not sad and not feeling bad for somebody else. As we have people going through this time right now, people going through massive time, we're going to need people like you that can stand in a higher level of consciousness from a brighter, bigger perspective. And that's what's going to be required of you to take that bigger perspective, to take a step back and see the silver lining behind all of this. People don't need you to just feel bad for them. I mean, it's great to, to be compassionate. It's fantastic, 100%, to be able to connect with somebody else and give them love. However, what people are gonna need right now is light. They're gonna need someone like you to shift the way they're seeing their current circumstances so they can see how this is all serving them. And so many of these people that are, you know, finding themselves unemployed are gonna be going through so much healing on their own. And this is some of the stuff we're going to get into. It's some of what we talked about last week, but they're going to find that they were um, doing things they didn't enjoy. They're going to wake up to the fact that they have been not putting themselves first. 
not prioritizing what's important. And that's what this new normal is all about. So it's a really interesting time, right? Like this is one of the most unique, obviously the most unique time I've ever experienced in my lifetime here on this planet, but it's a very unique time for us all because here's what we have. When you pull back and look at it, what we have is an external event. It's this external event that's happened collectively, you know, predominantly the vast majority of, of every human being on the planet is affected by this. Not everyone, but a lot, right? It's really funny. I'm here in Sedona right now. And <laughs> for the most part, it doesn't feel like we're part of this here. People are just kind of going about their day in this little isolated, sleepy town. So most people on the planet are going through this external event. And in this external event, there's all these circumstances that have happened. Things like quarantines and businesses shutting down and this and that. And these are all things that you have no control over, right? That everyone has very little to no control over it. There's just, this is what's happening and you can't do it. You know, you can't do anything about that externally. But things like this have happened in the past, not to this scale and not to this degree. However, in the past, what we've noticed is that people just get to keep their head down and keep busy and keep going to work and keep doing their thing. And they stay in their hypnotic trance and they're staying in their routines and they're staying distracted. But what we have now is this situation where you're actually like forced to stop everything. You've stopped all these routines. You've stopped the work. You've stopped the busyness. You've stopped the to-do list for so many people. And all of a sudden people are waking up out of this trance and they're like forced to look at it. They're forced to get present to their life. They're forced to just reevaluate so much. And for so many people, this is an opportunity, and this is what's happening, right? For people to reprioritize their life. What if for that one person, you know this will happen eventually for so many people, that this experience and them being laid off or not having an opportunity to work will be one of the greatest things that ever happened to them because they will finally pursue that vision, that purpose, that dream business, that dream goal that they've always put off because they've always been stuck in this hypnotic trance of, well, I've got to work and I've got to pay the bills and I've got to do this. And they're realizing I did that for five, 10, 15, 20 years and it's not making me happy. What a beautiful gift. And that's what's happening collectively right now. There is a massive, massive upgrade happening to you right now and to most people and you can feel it i know you can feel it right so many people and as i ask in my coaching groups and and with my students and my clients how many of you feel like this is an opportunity to step up in a way like you never have before and all the hands shoot up right it's like for so many of them the little stuff that was holding them back has come up to the surface, right? The stories and the beliefs have come up to the surface and they've been healed, they've been transmuted, they've been dissolved. And they're just, they're focused, they're on purpose and they're unapologetically, unabashedly taking action. So massive upgrade happening for you. It's like upgrading your phone. It's like upgrading your operating system. And you can let this be a joyful process or not. So I'm going to just continue to encourage you to be letting go, letting go of control, letting go of the old, letting go, which is no longer 
serving you. I'm going to take you through a process in a moment, which I think you'll love, a four-step process to really help you with this. It's going to be very simple, but it's not easy to do. And you'll find why in a moment that it's not easy to do. So this for me is a very exciting and beautiful time. It's, it's, it's exciting for me. You know, it's been challenging my own ways, but exciting and beautiful and unfolding in my own ways. But I see just like bigger picture how exciting this is for so many people and so much opportunity that's unfolding. So I'm still kind of talking about news, right? In online business world, talking to so many entrepreneurs and friends and peers right now, online businesses are crushing it. Leads are cheaper than ever before right now. Intense. We've had people telling us that like their lead costs have been cut in half. And most people that I've spoken to, more eyeballs on their stuff than ever before. We've noticed that all of our social stuff, we're not doing anything too particularly different right now, but our stuff is like just more attention, more eyeballs. And of course, that's gonna be natural, right? And that's something to pay attention to. Number one, you have more attention because people aren't as busy, they're not working, but you're already, especially for those that are teaching business or social media or any way that can help make supplemental income, you've got a lot more of the world turning towards you right now, don't you? And more are gonna be coming. I mean, when you just think about you know that number, 3.28 million, right? There's gonna be people that say, I don't wanna go back to work. I wanna do my own thing. Finally, this is the time. Just like you are feeling stepped up to like serve in a bigger way right now, like what that really is, is that's just in your DNA. That's in your nature. That's who you are. So you want to be of service that's in alignment with your higher self. And that's what other people are going to start to do as well. They're like, I want to be more in alignment with who I really am. I really want to finally do this thing. And they're looking to the leaders. They're looking to those that have already done what they want to do. And that's you. (laughs) So in the online business front, a lot of exciting things that are just happening right now. And, you know, with launches being up and sales and more leads, it's, it's, it's really, really exciting. Obviously we talked about this in previous episode. We'll talk about it again today, how to approach that messaging and marketing with your audience, whatever you decide to do today, this week, the upcoming weeks in your marketing. So stay tuned for that. News with James, like I said, I'm still in Sedona and I've still been investing. Uh, If you've been following my little journey on that, I've been putting in anywhere between a thousand to $5,000 a day into my little TD Ameritrade app. Some people have been asking me, what do I use? I use a TD Ameritrade account and I have the app on my phone. And, you know, I just follow a few stocks and I'm I'm just having fun with it. You know, the way I choose to look at all that right now is that when it drops, it means it's on sale. I'm no expert on it, but I'm having a really fun time. Number one, diversifying my income, just diversifying my my wealth portfolio. And so putting in some stocks has been great. And also just really fun learning process and, you know, having fun with it. And I'm keeping you posted. Yes, I did buy some cruise line stocks this week. That was thanks to one of our members of the Next Level community, Dan. He's been in the travel industry for like 20, 30 years. And he's been through all these different hits that hit the travel industry from like 9-11 to, to SARS and the housing crash of 2008, where the industry gets hit and then it comes right back, right? People want to keep traveling and you know doing their thing. So I uh, decided to do a little bit of that. But I also bought some gold and silver this week. How about that? It was really interesting. I talked to a woman, her name is Kathy, on the phone, company named Miles Franklin. I don't know, they're like a gold and silver 
broker. They've been doing this for a long, long time. And I, you know, Kathy's quarantined and working from home and still brokering gold. And, and I just got to share a little bit. I was like, yeah, I really want to get some right now, but I've never done it before. I have no idea what I'm doing. And so she's at home talking on the phone with me for like 45 minutes, just answering all my questions. And one of the things that she said that really stood out to me was that gold is the strongest financial insurance against inflation. So I asked her so many questions like, well, you know, what's it like right now? And she said, I've been brokering this, doing this job for, I think she said like 10, 15 years. And she goes, I've always told people to have a little bit of gold, to invest in gold, to buy gold, but it's been a sleepy market and it just woke up seven days ago. (laughs) That's what she told me. She's like, and then the past week it's gone, it's been crazy. So she's like, the price has skyrocketed, their rates on, you know, what their fees have had to increase. The delivery times are like, you know, from like a week or two out to like six to eight weeks out. And, you know, sometimes it's it's even like, we can't even guarantee that you're gonna get some stuff right now. Like we, we might run out and it's just crazy. And she's like, just basically the phone's off the hook right now. And so I was like, how do I approach this? Why should I, you know, invest in gold? Like, and how should I be thinking about it? And she said, you know, most people that purchase are buying gold are doing it because it is just a peace of mind security against the dollar. You know, not knowing what's going to happen to the dollar, whether it, you know, devalues, you know, continues, you know, inflation or, you know, what extremists speculate that like just bursts, you know, and I don't know what becomes completely useless, right? And so to have gold is a little peace of mind to that. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. And I said, well, what about just as like an investment, you know, like buying a stock? And she says, the best way is to buy some gold and then forget you have it because it's a long, long term investment too. You know, it's just buy the gold and forget that you have it. Lock it away in a safe or something and don't touch it. Think about it for five to 10 years. I really like that. So I'm sharing some of my adventures with you guys because it's fun. And then obviously you guys know we've also invested in real estate recently. So we're just, you know, diversifying further. We have two properties already set up in Sedona. Well, they're not set up. They're going to be set up for short-term rentals. I'm just having fun. Like, you know, (laughs) just in my world, like meditating for hours a day and going for hikes and mountain biking, and then working on my, um, setting up our short-term rentals. And I'm acting as if, right. I'm setting up and preparing for this new normal when yes, the dust will settle and people will want to come back to traveling and booking Airbnbs, especially in a place like Sedona. So I'm not going to sit here on the sidelines and do nothing right now. I'm getting ready, baby. Are you getting ready? I hope so. Right. And we're definitely looking to invest more properties over the years. And what this brings up, I mean, we're going all over the place with today's episode because this is, you know, but these are all things that are relevant to me right now is why I'm sharing this type of stuff is for those of you guys who've been following me, you know, we teach my entire digital business blueprint inside business by design. That's my signature program. You know, you guys have already been asking a lot of people that have been, you know, kind of sitting at home. They're like, can I buy it now? We launch one time a year, it's June, 2020. So it's a few months away. But what has really shifted with me in the last, like I'd say 18 months and how I approach business, because I've been doing this for 14 years and I feel so embarrassed and I'm like late to the game. But people would always ask me, as I built this personal brand, how do I 
or they would ask me, James, how do you plan on, what's your exit strategy, right? How do you plan on selling this? And I was like, I don't think I can or will, right? Like the personal brand type business is a very interesting one because it's complete, like low barrier of entry, right? Like low cost. I mean, all you need is you and your phone, right? And you could get started. You know, you buy a couple of inexpensive softwares and you're really up and running. But you could start a Facebook group today. You could start an Instagram account today. You're building an audience and a relationship and your brand becomes your biggest asset. That's awesome. Except no one else really wants to buy your brand. Most people don't want to buy your brand, right? So to me, I've never really seen a solid exit strategy or plan versus if I built a software, you know, like a SaaS, you know, recurring, you know, software that people like relied on every month. That's something that you could easily sell. However, that's a harder barrier of entry, right? You got to get programmers. You got to have the money, the capital, right? You got to solve the problems that the software does. And then you got to start marketing and all that stuff. So then you can sell it. Boom. However, what's really clicked over the last 18 months or so is, and hopefully this is for you. Hopefully you won't wait until you're at where I'm at or this many years into the journey before it starts clicking is that your online business is the cash flow generator. And it's that cash flow that allows you to diversify and create more long-term wealth. You know, some people saying like, I don't think I'm going to do this in, for the next 40 years. And it's like, yeah. And it's what you do now with the money that you're making that will allow you to not have to. And that's smart thinking. That's a lot what my buddy Mel Abraham has been talking about. He talks about in our mastermind and he's been talking about with his audience. If you're not following him over on Instagram, make sure to go do that. I have him on the podcast all the time because I've learned so much from this guy. He's freaking brilliant, right? But to look at your digital business as the best way of creating cash flow now so that you can do smart things to leverage that cash because the money is a tool it's a tool that will allow you to build long-term sustainable wealth. This becomes a very, very, very exciting game because you can stop ignoring big launch numbers. You can stop ignoring, you know, what's expected or or what you think is supposed to be the right amount of money or or who's making more money or I, blah, all that ego pecking order BS stuff because you can just say, wow, look at this profit margin. So you could have two people having a $100,000 launch, but one person is, you know, making 60,000 profit while the other person's 20,000 profit, you know, or you could have somebody who's got a $200,000 launch and they have still less profit margin. And you're sitting there with that cash flow and you're being that smart investor, that smart wealth creation entrepreneur, and you're putting that money to good use, right? And so that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm sharing some of these things because, you know, we're diversifying a lot. And one of the things I was like, yeah, I'm going to get some gold. So that's a lot of what I'm doing in this time right now as well, because I think it is a really very, very interesting time. And I think we should be paying attention to what's going on in the markets because it's so relevant. And we know so much opportunity is being created right now. The seeds of opportunity are being planted in this moment, folks. So it's really good to be paying attention to all of this stuff, to be educated, to be listening to as many podcasts and hearing as many things. And when you hear things more than once or twice, oh my goodness, act on it. So I want to kind of, you know, I'll be saying a little bit of what I said last episode and adding a little bit more in a moment. I want to share with you a really cool four-step process. But like I said, this is a powerful time where you are being upgraded during this time. 
you're going through a massive, massive upgrade. And so part of that upgrade is that stuff is gonna have to come to the surface. And it's this is the time, as I spoke about on the last episode, to allow that stuff to come to the surface so that you can transmute it, so that you can heal it, so that you can release it. And the funny thing is, is that one of the common things people are saying is, I thought something comes up, right? And they're like, I thought I already worked on this. I thought I already dealt with this. I thought this was done. It maybe you did a little bit, but it was still there. And so that's like the first piece to really get is that whatever has been coming up for you during this time while you've been forced to stay at home and in close quarters and have the distractions of your entire family and your kids there and starting to get a little cabin fever and starting to miss some of the things that you used to be able to have that were luxuries that you can't notice, let these things come up. And notice that this is, first of all, really good to be releasing so many of these attachments that we have to these things that we gave like meaning and significance to. But notice that what's coming up was stuff that was already there. See, and I think that's that's a really key piece that I don't think everyone's really got yet is that whatever's coming up isn't something new. It's what was already there. You just did a really good like survival strategy of like, you know, your ego knows how to compartmentalize, you know, beliefs and, and stuff. So you didn't know it was there. It was unconscious to you, subconscious, right? And so now it's coming up to the surface. And so now that it's coming up to the surface, what are you going to do about it? Because the truth is in this new normal where a new version of you is required, a bigger level of stepping up in a bigger way, that old stuff ain't going to serve you. It's time to let it go. So you want to notice all of that, right? In fact, some of you will notice things like your intuition is, is already strengthening it. You're feeling more intuitive. Pay attention to that. Notice that and begin practicing it now. Play around with, since this is the perfect time to do it, play around with just having like inspired action. Okay, what do I want to do right now? Boom, let's tr- see. Oh, here's the first thing that came to me. Let's try that. I want to take a break or I want to go here. I want to do this or <laughs> not, not very many places to go right now, right? But see if you can begin to practice it because your intuition is a muscle and it's a muscle in the sense that the more you trust it, the more you solidify that belief of how intuitive you are and the more it's going to just come through. But if you're telling yourself, oh, that's great, James, but I'm not really intuitive. That's just a belief that's active in you. And that active belief has a frequency that's going to prevent you from experiencing intuition because what you believe and project must be your reality. And so we got to start telling that new story, right? And notice that. Some of you already noticed that. I definitely have, like on a massive scale. And again, notice if if you've begun to question what's important to you in your life and to honor this and be okay with that, this time is getting us to reprioritize or question what our priorities have been or that there are things that were important that we have not been giving our attention to. So for myself, I found myself getting trapped down and into 3D working way too much. In fact, I journal just about every morning and for months I went back and like reviewed my journal. I knew it. I was like, man, I am trapping myself in the 3D too much. I'm working too much and I see what it's doing and I just kept getting pulled back into that. You know, when you've grown this company and you have all these employees and you just keep growing, all these awesome things are happening. It gets so easy to be sucked in to working more, doing more, more ideas, more, you know, and work begets work. That's a really 
<laughs> it's like a paradox, real fascinating concept. I've talked about this before on the podcast, work begets work. In other words, the more you focus on work, the more you create work. And here's a great example of it. What happens, you know, that day when you're like, I'm going to clean out my email today, right? And you go in there and you're like, look at me, I'm, I'm answering emails, I'm archiving, I'm, I'm replying to this, I'm replying to that, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I got my email down to 10. You're like all proud of yourself. You're like, go take a break and come back and what happened? Everyone replied <laughs> and you got, you're right back where you were. Right. So work begets work. Why? Because when you're focused on, on working, you just create more work. What we want to be doing is starting to move our attention to not focusing on work, not focusing on get it done, not focusing on hustle, not focusing on the process, but focusing on the outcome. What is the outcome we're creating first in your mind? And that's where you want to keep your attention as, as much as you possibly can not working just to work because working just to work is very dangerous. It, it's this, you know, call of the siren that will be such a fantastic distraction for you to things that need your attention. That's a very important thing that I just said that your work as an entrepreneur will always be there. There's always going to be things on your to-do list. I've never had a day where I'm like, boy, I've got nothing to do in my business today, right? So it's always there as a distraction. It, ha it has the potential of being a distraction, a distraction from that which actually needs your attention. Ah, I can't deal with that today. I'm busy. I'm busy becomes this payoff, this fantastic excuse. And I'm so guilty of it in my life. My wife will tell you a uh, fantastic excuse for not dealing with things that you need to deal with because you're busy. This is important. I'm busy. But so much of our work is just, that's the payoff. It's, well, I don't want to deal with this other thing. So I'll just say I'm busy. And then we create busyness. So I've recognized this whole pattern in myself. Chances are as an entrepreneur, you have. And it's very funny too, because like, when I started this podcast, I was, my business was in a very different place. We had about a million dollar a year business and I was working a couple hours a day, max, and then surfing the rest of the day. Right. And then, you know, the bigger vision presents itself. And so I, you know, fall in love with that vision and, and, you know, you end up working more and more and then that creates more and more and more in this momentum. And this phase has totally like broken that hypnotic, this phase of like the coronavirus and the quarantine has totally broken that hypnotic spell for me. So last year I had Michael Hyatt on the podcast and he inspired me so much because he said last year he took 165 days off and grew his business. Okay. Wow. I was like, I'm going to do 125 days in 2020. And if I haven't told you this already, because I've been telling a few people this, by the middle of March, like two weeks ago, I was only nine days I'd taken off. Like two and a half months into the year, I was nine days off on a 125 day goal. In other words, I was almost a third of the way through and I was nine days towards my 125 day goal. That's pathetic. I'm like, I am sucking at this and I don't suck at hitting my goals. You know, I'm just like, what? This is awful. And so I'm proud to say because of this time, I have taken an additional eight days off. It's really interesting for so many people. It's a time for pulling the trigger on something that they've been hesitating on, stepping up, taking action putting their stuff out. And for me, in many, many ways, it's been the exact opposite because to me, it's about what have you been 
hesitating on? What have you been holding back on? What is it that you need right now in this time that you have not been giving yourself? And for me, it was this space and this time off. And so I'm very grateful for it. And so that's a big thing I'm reprioritizing in my life. That's really come up for me is, is me getting back to nature, getting back to space, getting back to more time off because here's the ultimate reminder. And this was obviously a reminder for me, but it's a reminder for you as well, right? The results that you want in your life are not created in the 3D. They're created within first. And you can be doing that work while you're driving, while you're going for a walk, while you're drifting off to sleep, while you're waking up in the morning, while you're building a fountain in your backyard with a waterfall, which is what I did this past week, right? That is where the real work is. And that's what I want to talk about as well, too, to make sure you're creating effectively from the inside out, starting now. What we have is our present current circumstance. And, you know, we've talked a lot about the fear part of it. And hopefully we're working through that, right? Talked to a lot of people recently and they're like, oh, it's just like the fear is gone and it's been replaced with so much optimism and hope and peace and excitement. Good. That's where we want to get everyone here listening to and you get there in your own time. But here's what I want you to do is I want you to almost look at it like you have two canvases in your mind. The first canvas is this blank, empty, pure white canvas. This is your future. And right now, it's empty. Begin painting whatever you desire on this canvas. Your paintbrush, I've used this analogy before, your paintbrush is like your, your thoughts, the paint, your emotions. And together with your attention and your imagination, you can paint whatever you want. And it's what you paint. And if you just painted this every day, it's what you paint is what you're going to experience in the 3D. The problem is for most people, there's another canvas because we're humans. <laughs> that canvas is already filled with paint. It's this completed picture. And now we're trying to paint on top of it or we're trying to paint in between it. Now, what is that completed picture? Well, it could be the past. Could be, here's everything that's happened to me in the past and I'm gonna try and predict it because I know I know what's happened before, so this what means it's gonna happen again. If I do this, then that's what's gonna happen. So this other canvas is either a fully painted picture of your past or your predictions. And when you're painting using your past, like this is what always happens, which is a prediction, or your predictions, which are your fears. This is what I know is gonna happen. This is what I'm afraid is gonna happen. This is what I'm concerned about happening. This is what I'm worried about happening. That's what you're creating. That's where you're going. So whatever's on that canvas is what you're gonna end up creating. This is why it's been so important. This is why that ep the, uh, first episode was so important too. Like, the, you know, fear and anxiety lowers your immunity. It lowers your frequency and it's gonna make you more susceptible to something, right? but it's also gonna draw in that which you fear because you are more powerful than you may realize right now. And what's happening in this new normal, what's happening with this upgrade is you are becoming more powerful. In other words, your thoughts, your beliefs, your perspective, your what you give your attention to, that will all manifest faster. So you gotta get this now because can you imagine having a bad day, bam! That's going to manifest faster. Anger towards somebody, someone cut you off and you get angry. Oh, you son of a... 
that's going to, bam, that's going to come right back at you. It's going to manifest faster. So now is the time to learn this, ideally to master this. So even right now, as you're listening and doing something else, instead of doing something else, what you can be doing is start imagining that blank canvas in front of you because the truth is there is nothing but a blank canvas in front of you. The future is anything but certain. And anything is possible 100% of the time. So starting today and starting this moment, you have a blank canvas. And in the next moment, you have another blank canvas. And the moment after that, there's another blank canvas. So what is it that you're going to paint? What is it that you're going to start putting your attention on? What is it that you're going to start creating in your mind, knowing that when you create it in your mind, you're creating it as real, and I put that in quotes, in the 3D around you. And you've got to start doing this. You know, and that's what I said in the last episode is, you know, just because people are getting a virus on the planet and people are quarantined and people can't work doesn't mean that God, source of the universe, starts getting scared and says, I'll stop giving you unlimited infinite supply. No, it's just that collectively people's attention have moved away from their connection to source and they're pinched off. But that doesn't mean you have to be. So you start creating in your mind today that which you want to experience and manifest for tomorrow. And that's going to be so, so important. However, what's going to be really challenging is doing that when you have a lot of limiting beliefs still active in you. So it's kind of this two-part process of continuing to be able to recognize the beliefs that are holding you back. That's like the brakes. You got your brakes on and simultaneously reorientating your GPS and say, where are we going? What's the destination? Where am I going? Where am I going? And it's these two that I'm constantly doing in my life. And they're always changing. There's always new stuff. You're always going to go, oh, I kind of want to go this way now. I don't want to go to New York anymore. I want to go to New Hampshire, right? It's always changing. That's okay. And there'll be new stuff that you're constantly letting go, right? So here's a, here's a little process to walk you through that could help you if and when <laughs> only a matter of when things are coming up for you in this process. So you start daydreaming, you start painting this picture in your mind, and all of a sudden you get an emotional re response. You get a, a trigger, you get upset. Okay. And this is how we can begin to heal a lot of the stuff that is coming up for you. That's coming to the surface. This is what you can start to do. This is self-coaching and it's so Freaking simple. I've taught this before. I've talked about this before. You might've heard it before, but I'm bringing it up right now because it's gonna be really relevant. Okay, so here's step one. And I'm gonna start to tell the steps and then I might need to back up for a second. Step number one, and this is the hardest part. It's the most simple step in, of your life, but it is the hardest part. Step number one is you must, must, must notice the emotion. Even if it's past, even if you're like, you know, thinking back to yesterday, <laughs> and like, oh yeah, that was when I, when I got upset yesterday. It, it can be really hard to recognize it in the moment, but that's the work. That's like 90% of this. No, step number one, you need to get present to the emotional upset, the time you got triggered, the time you were angry, afraid, scared, upset, sad, worried, whatever. Whatever comes up, you must, must get into this practice of recognizing it. Okay, that's step number one. When you do that, it's like so much easier, right? Because for most of us, when we talk about being like triggered, like this triggered me, right? It feels like this automatic response, like something took over, right? You felt like you didn't have control and then afterwards you feel bad. You're like, gosh, that's just not me, 
right? Well, in a way it's not. So step number two is because thought, step number two, because emotion follows thought, step number two is to identify the thought, the belief, or the perspective behind the emotion. What was I thinking about? What was I saying to myself? What was the belief? What was the perspective? What was I predicting? What was I thinking that was causing me to feel this way? And that's step number two, okay? So someone says, I was scared. I was like really in fear. Great, you're noticing it, right? So what specifically were you focused on that was having you feel that way? I was just feeling like, my business is going to is going to fail during this time and I'm because people are out of work, they don't have money, so they're not going to be able to afford my stuff and we're not going to make any money and then we're going to not be able to pay our bills and then we're going to be out on the street, we're going to be homeless. Yeah, that that thought that 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 progression of thoughts is going to have anyone feel very panicky, right? But notice too, that's what you're painting. That's what you're creating. That's what's now on the canvas and that's where your life is going to go in that direction. Okay? So here's where this gets really juicy and really awesome. But you gotta really be open-minded and open-hearted to this. For me, for a very long time, I questioned, there's four steps, I'm on step two. I questioned for a very long time what our emotions are. I was always curious about them. We didn't learn about them in school. I still feel like no traditional anything tells us what the function of our emotions are. And I'm here to tell you, and this, this, you just try it out. You just try this out. Your emotions are simply the indicator of how connected and aligned you are with God's source of the universe or how disconnected you are. See, you have free will. You have free will here on this plane to choose your thoughts and your actions, your free will. But there's this you know, indicator that we have on how aligned we are to the perspective of God, to the perspective of source, to the, to the perspective of truth. And when we vary from that, you'll know by the way you feel. So the fact that you are in a negative emotion means the thought behind it, step number two, is not true. It's a lie. It's not the perspective that God shares, period. Now, if you can walk yourself through these four steps and I'll give you all four steps in a set in a second again it's a really fast so you can like write them down and use them you can self coach your yourself out of anything and back into truth back into alignment back into source god's perspective so step number 3 is to recognize that if it doesn't feel good it must mean it's a lie so then step 4 is so if that's the lie then what's the truth and notice what comes up when you ask that and your job through this time, minute by minute, day by day, as best as you can, because you're human and you're doing as best you can, is to keep moving yourself closer and closer to truth, away from the lie, away from the illusion, away from ego, and towards the truth, towards alignment, towards the same exact perspective that your higher self, that God's a source universe holds for you. Whatever word you want to use that fits there. So here are the four steps. Number one, and this is the hardest step. People don't notice it when they're in it. You got to train yourself. You got to notice the negative emotion, the disempowering emotion. Number two, you got to take the time to analyze what is the thought, the belief perspective behind it that I'm holding. See, because you think that's true. 
But step number three is that if it feels bad, it means it's not true. And so step number four is to say, well, then if that's the lie, then what's the truth? And day by day, we have to move ourselves closer towards that. Try that on for me, okay? Do that as an exercise. Think of anything in the last week that you've been upset by. Just anything. So take the time and go through this. Okay, let's see. I was I was angry at this. Okay, great. I was angry. Okay, what was the thought or belief behind that? Where was my attention? What was the perspective? And then if it feels bad, step three, it must be a lie. So if that's the lie, then what's the truth? And you'll find your way back to truth, back to your higher self, the perspective that your higher self is holding. And your emotions are just the indicator on how how much you've separated yourself from your higher self or how much more connected and tapped into your higher self you are in any moment. And that's the work, folks. And this work is gonna become far more important as we awaken to the new normal. So if you'd like to do that and then share with me like on Instagram, just tell me how it went for you and tell me if there's any like realizations or like, whoa, because everyone I've shared it with, they always say like, man, it works every single time and it's so helpful. It's just a powerful little process for self-coaching. So anyways, I just want to wrap up by uh, saying thank you again for for listening, for sharing the feedback from these last few episodes. That means a lot. I've been taking a lot of time just being kind of in isolation, but I'm watching so many of you from the sidelines step up in big ways. So I just want to end with this. If you feel, and speaking specifically to your business, inspired to do something, now is the freaking time to do it. Unleash yourself and do it. Show up for your audience, even if your audience is 10 people right now. This is where you'll grow your audience. This is where audiences get created. If you feel inspired to do it, just do it and do it without fear. Do it from a place of love, from a place of service, because that will anchor in that feeling for you. You'll know what that feels like. And that's what you'll be connecting every single time you do that Facebook Live, you do that email, you do that post, you do that launch. So this is really important, pivotal time. Also, don't bring, I've said this before, but don't bring any of your fear into it. You're allowed to get into your fear. You're allowed to go through all your stuff, but don't bring your fear into your lives, into your messages, into your copy right now, because that's not what the world needs. The world just needs more leaders and more light. So you work through your stuff. And then when you're in that pure positive place, then you go show up and you share it with the world. Okay. Do you sell or not sell? That's a really great question. It's not a one size fits, fits all answer. There's a lot of people selling right now. It's awesome. I'm buying stuff right now. Totally. Especially if you offer something that can help people make money during this time, absolutely sell it. 100%. You can give discounts or you can say this is like a coronavirus quarantine special or whatever. The, the biggest thing is to really be in tune with the collective conversation that's happening right now, to be present to it, to be oblivious to it. People are going to not feel connected, right? If your audience is predominantly people who can't work right now and you don't help them supplement income in any way, it may not be best to sell or to do something like more discounted and and like a no-brainer offer, right? I'm still always going to be such a fan of, you know, the transformation begins with the transaction. When people pay, they get committed, they pay attention, and they step up. And so you don't want to deny people that opportunity or experience. But the biggest theme The biggest thing is that this is a time for massive audience building, list building, and creating momentum. So the vision that I got in my head when this all came down, because I I get my intuition comes in metaphors, is I got a giant rubber band. Right now, folks, we are being stretched. 
okay? You are being stretched personally. Your business is being stretched in certain ways because things are different. You're being stretched. But what happens when you let go of the rubber band after you've stretched it? Shoots back forward, right? With even more momentum. So that's what should be on your mind right now. It's creating that momentum, getting ready for this new normal. Thank you so much for listening. Hit me up on Instagram. I'd love to hear your feedback and your results. Talk to you soon. Did you know eight out of 10 businesses fail within their very first 18 months? I believe being an entrepreneur means unlearning everything that we've been taught our entire lives about what it really means to be successful, which is why I've created a brand new audio program entitled Activate. I want to show you how to think, act, and behave like the successful entrepreneur that you were meant to be so you can step into the vision that you have for your life and your business. And the best part is this program is yours absolutely free. To register right now, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash activate and we can get started right now.